0: Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason Filippo, Discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks, I'm Jason Filippo. And I'm Brian Schulmeister Brian Yes What's happening? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know Not much. Uh, (laughs) You ready to get locked down again? Lockdown 2.0?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's definitely happening. Right? Like uh, We've already... Texas shutting down bars. Uh, Florida... We're shutting down bars? ...should shut down everything. We're shutting down bars. Uh, We're telling people wear masks when they're outside. The problem is we're not really enforcing much and there's so much wiggle room because I don't know about you. There are very few actual things that fall under the definition of bar. Bars around anymore. Yeah. Basically, if you serve a burger, you're considered a restaurant, and most of the places that I used to frequent uh, had names like pub or tavern, which tells you <laughs> the reason why people go there. But because they serve food, they are considered a restaurant, and guess what? They get to stay open. Yeah. So a- you know we're not we're not doing it. We're just not doing it, and it's you know we're basically getting the warnings now from from you know the science people. Yeah, you know, the people who know things saying that we're not even close to being close to done with the first nope. wave. And uh, we are going to have to be locking down and quarantining again. That's the, the, it's coming down the pipe. So not much of a change for you or I. We've been, we've been doing this the whole way through. Yep. Um, you know, speaking of that, just yesterday, I, I did what I now call my, my once a month pants check. I put on my pants to make sure they still fit, and they do. And uh, pack them So you them haven't away. hit the
0: COVID-15? <laughs> I, I actually haven't.
1: No, I've, I, I was hoping to actually lose some weight, but that's not going to happen. So I'm happy uh, just to stay steady at the moment, uh, you know, because uh, whatever working out and healthy eating I'm doing is destroyed by the drinking. So
0: <laughs> I've been staying up till the wee hours of the morning talking to my, my, my lady friend. And uh, so I have to lose weight because, you know, I got to be, be sexy. Well, you, but, you got uh, you got some time before you'll be able to see her in person. Uh well, she's coming over tomorrow. So, <laughs> well, see, <not> breaking really. <laughs> the rules,
1: breaking the rules.
0: Well, we we both are quarant. We're we're, mm-hmm. we're going to be uh, on the same quarantine. Yes, so, quarantine teams. Yeah, so you know she's safe. I'm safe. We, you know, we around here. You know, I have to be super safe because I got a 92 year old woman that uh, we we care for. So, I like I don't mess around. So. It's uh, it's just funny to watch the news and it's just like you dumb fucks. And then I saw yesterday um, the I, I don't know if it was the governor of New Jersey or one of the mayors of a town in New Jersey. He's like, we're shutting everything down again because of your knucklehead behavior. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that is the most New Jersey thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm That's like, amazing i mean this was in a press release this was literally in a press release because of your knucklehead behavior we're gonna have to shut everything down i
1: I love you (laughs) that's great it's amazing And, and it's the right tone to start taking now because at this point what else can we do um People aren't listening. Let's—we have to shame them, and and this is the weekend for it, by the way, because uh, this is our last show. We're going to take the Fourth of <sighs> July off. Yeah. Uh, but but I mean, we've seen the direct correlation. These the, this, this spike th- that has happened. We we were especially here in California. We were doing okay. We were doing all right until Memorial until Day. Memorial
0: Day. Memorial Day.
1: Yep. Yes. Memorial Day is what did it because people went out and and broke the rules and and got took their long weekends and went to the beach and did whatever they wanted to do. And now we're here with bigger numbers than we ever had the first couple months, and we're going. We're sliding into July fourth, and the governor here in California has, has said to shut down the beaches. Good, shut everything down for this weekend because if we don't, we're going to see exactly what happened with
0: Memorial Day, except for the fact that we're not even low right now. We're high. No, highest day <sighs> ever. Yesterday, twenty nine hundred mm-hmm. cases yesterday. In L.A. County. And I'm like, uh, I mean, we talked about this like Newsom. Mm -hmm. You said that you were going to be the science governor. You were going to be the guy that did everything by the numbers. And then you didn't. And now we're back to we're going back to stage one because. I don't know what he was thinking, but Jesus.
1: And I don't know what's going to happen now because now, uh, just in terms of the finances, you've gotten all these people off unemployment. They can't go back on unemployment. Uh, The the special six hundred bucks a month is going away. Uh, All the rent stuff is going away, so everybody's rent is going to be due. Uh, This is going and everything is about to shut down again. So any income that these people were getting, which by the way wasn't much, I've talked to a couple of my friends that are bartenders, and and they were just like. I was making better money on unemployment than I am here because not a yep. lot of people are coming in. There's the people that are coming in are kind of jerks and aren't tipping very well. So, you know, it's, it's, all, because it's all the a people mess. that
0: go to bars are assholes right now because you shouldn't be in a goddamn bar right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. There you go. So, good times. Uh, I mean, that's a, a self selecting sample
1: right there. <laughs> yes, Jesus. it is. Yes, it is. Oh, anyway, so we'll see what happens and, um, you know, stay home for the 4th of July, everybody. Uh, I do have a little bit of tech news for people that are lazy like me and stick with things like Apple Podcasts because, you know, I'm just too lazy to ever switch to Overcast. That's now finally worked out in my favor (laughs) because uh, at least uh, for the Jeff Bezos lady in the tube, it now syncs with Apple Podcasts and will pick up where you left off, which is a nice feature if I am ever alone in my house ever again which you'll never be which so i will not do it so it's pretty great though I, I did test it out yesterday i did a little bit of a walk and i was listening to a podcast with my with my earbuds and i came back home and i said you know lady in the tube start playing the same podcast picked up right where i left off from fantastic oh, well, love well that that's good that's good to know yes. that so good to know. it's a feature that i hope to one
0: day be able to use again when there's a vaccine <laughs> i know <laughs> oh jeez uh yeah yeah for the for the three people that are left listening to this show there's <laughs> a, a pro tip for you yep it works if you uh yeah i 've seen
1: the stats, all five of us that listen on that five Podcast. of us left
0: <laughs> in the news
1: well we got a lot of banning going on this week Jason we I do. all of our news is just banning stuff um uh, Cancel culture for the win. (laughs) Yeah. Well, normally I would be concerned about it. And I guess some of these I am somewhat concerned about. But uh, for a lot of them, uh, you know, it's just uh, rules that we would be caught up on being enforced for people that. Got away with it for far too long, so it's hard for me to feel too bad about it because it is just these, these were our terms of service. You have been breaking them, so bye-bye. All right. Which I'm down with. Anyways, let's start with India. India has banned TikTok and dozens of other Chinese apps after a border clash, so we're seeing app banning at an app store as basically a front and war which is pretty interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So there was a border clash between two troops from uh, Chinese uh, from China and India, uh, which left 20 Indian soldiers dead earlier this month. And New Delhi has cited cybersecurity concerns and has started to block a bunch of Chinese apps uh, from their market, basically because, you know, we know all the data that these things are getting. And they're saying, well, we don't want China to get all of our data right now. China. Yes. <laughs> We'll see. So the theory is maybe more countries will act similarly. I doubt it. But uh, there are people here in Washington who are formally weighing whether TikTok poses a national security risk to the U.S. But they've been weighing that for about three months, as far as I can tell from our news in the show. And I seriously doubt that anything is going to happen there.
0: Well, yeah. And one of the leads of Disney just went to TikTok to be like, you know, their their head guy over there. So, you know, yeah. who knows about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either, but we'll have a little bit more on TikTok later. Uh, the Donald on Reddit has been wow. banned. It is one of over 2,000 subreddits that was banned on Monday by Reddit and got rid of them. Because of uh, updates to its policy banning hate speech. There were more than 790,000 members, and it was notorious oh for hosting violent <laughs> threats, racist content, harassment, and conspiracy theories. Uh, so they basically just said, hey, every community on Reddit must abide by our content policies in good faith, and we have banned the Donald because it has not done so despite every opportunity, according to Reddit CEO Steve Huffman. So, again, you know, play by the rules.
0: <laughs> Reddit actually enforced a rule. That's amazing. It's, they uh, didn't do it amazing.
1: just to the right, uh, for so you pro Trumpers out there. It isn't just you. They've also banned uh, and gotten rid of a subreddit dedicated to the left wing podcast Chapo Trap House, which I've never
0: heard of. We'll oh, we've a- heard it. We've actually talked about them on the show because they make mm-hmm. they make a gazillion dollars a month on Patreon. They, those guys make, make like you know. Like close to a hundred grand a month on their Patreon, guys. You got to step up, GOG or Patreon. dot com slash GOG. Come on!
1: Obviously, we need to pick a side and, and veer hard right or hard left, Jason, because that seems so. to be where the money is. Because us just sitting yeah. here in the middle trying to be rational about stuff is not
0: doing much for us. Yeah, that we whole let's, like, let's have a conversation <laughs> is just really not doing it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and then Twitch, Twitch has suspended
1: Donald Trump's account. Why Donald Trump has an account on Twitch is beyond me, but he did and it is gone. So, they say that the <laughs> channel's broadcast of the president's Tulsa rally and recent re airing of one of his 2016 campaign stops violated its hateful conduct and harassment policies because obviously he says hateful things and harasses people. Uh, the comments Twitch took issue with feature the president making negative comments about Mexican migrants. So, gone. Uh. Uh, they created this account last October. Uh, Twitch said it made clear to the president's media team when they created the account that it does not make exceptions for politicians. Unlike
0: ah, others. look at that. There you go. Playing by the uh, rules, de- level playing field. That's right. You know, Twitch is, is owned by uh, Amazon, and uh, Jeff Bezos is not a fan of the, the Trump- Trumperstein. True. So, <laughs>
1: Well, and we got more. YouTube has banned Richard Spencer and David Duke over hate speech, as well as Stefan Molyneux. Uh, who I have not heard of, but these all three of these are high-profile alt-right figures, and they are all gone from YouTube. Uh, Because again, here we are, hate speech and repeatedly alleging certain groups were innately inferior to others. We have strict policies prohibiting hate speech on YouTube (laughs) and terminate any (laughs) channel that repeatedly or egregiously violates these policies. Uh, Not until now. Not until now. So one thing I think is curious about this spat of bannings and people finally going, hey, we do have these policies and we should hold everybody accountable to them. And there are some obvious high profile people that are breaking them. I I, I would love to think that this is being done out of like, uh, finally, the blinders are off and we see what's happening with our platforms and we feel bad about it. So we want to do something about it. But I don't really think that's the case. I think it is the case of these companies looking at Facebook and going, huh, Advertisers are pulling all their money. Maybe we should start doing something.
0: Exactly. You got to go to the pocketbook. Mm-hmm. That's the only way change happens.
1: Well, it seems to be doing it because this is this is a lot of banning in one week. So we'll see uh, how long yep. it goes on for. And then uh, speaking of Facebook, I did find this really interesting article over on Vox. We do like to... Use Facebook as our punching bag because they don't do much, and uh, it comes from the top. Zuck does not have a pair of balls yet. We'll see if that happens, but this wasn't interesting. (laughs) It's never going to happen. It's It's never, never, ever,
0: ever going to happen, no.
1: But it was interesting to read the story about uh, their fight against Natural News. So it, uh, occasionally they do try to do something, and they have been working against this site for a long time. And this is a nice long form article about uh, the, basically the mean? game. The, well, I'll get there. Basically, okay. a game of whack-a-mole <laughs> that they've been playing with with this site. Natural News is a conspiracy site that has attracted nearly three million followers on Facebook. They're basically well known for being anti-vaxxers and climate change deniers, and and you know they just. Spout out meme after meme after meme after meme about climate uh, change and and, and vaccinations killing at people and all that sort of stuff. So it's it's full of a, lo- a load of shit, and it's actually just a network of sites filled with bylined articles and flanked by ads for survivalist gear and dodgy health cures, as you would expect. And um, this just article just gets into how difficult it has been for them to basically keep natural news off facebook and it's just an ongoing battle because they keep shifting around from site to site and creating new pages and blah 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 and of course they cry censorship uh, when they do get banned so tough
0: titty tough titty you play by the rules it's not
1: (laughs) it is not censorship when you are on a platform that has terms of service and you violate the terms of service that is not censorship that is you being a dick
0: (laughs) exactly (laughs) and fuck you anti-vaxxers seriously that too Uh, Yeah, I was watching Fauci the other day and he was just like, yeah, the biggest problem we're going to have is we're going to have a vaccine and people aren't going to take it. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, really?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I th- I've got to say, I, I, I'm, I'm, I've i never looked to the great sages of Taco Bell uh, as a place <laughs> to get wisdom from. But uh,
0: when there is a vaccine, I am running for the border. I was going to say, <laughs> make a run for the border. Yep. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, I saw this one on CNN. I thought it was really cool because, you know, since we're all watching all these news uh broadcasts and the uh you know the updates from the government and there are so many uh just amazing uh sign language people on there. I the sign language people are the ones that steal the show. But uh there's a new glove out now that translates sign language into speech in real time. Okay. And I thought that was I just thought this was really cool. So they can they can actually sign but the thing is with the sign language you have to see that's why they don't wear masks when when the signers For are the doing lip it be, yeah yeah because there's a, there's a lot of lot of other signals going on so i don't know how good these are going to be but it's 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 pretty cool well right I now don't... they're working on a on a new high tech pair of lips <laughs> that's it that's it we've got we've got we've got uh, we've got the gloves and then we have the lips <laughs> that you can uh, then stick a sticker on and put behind your mask and still do the same thing yes but, uh, yeah, these are some scientists at UCLA that developed these gloves, and I think it's pretty cool. It's, it's funny. All of my girlfriends, when I was, like, a teenager, mm-hmm. um, loved sign language. All of the girls I, I, I dated knew sign language because they could talk to each other at parties. Well, and that's clever. Never thought yeah, that. that was their whole thing. It's just like we could we can sit here and learn. To, you know, we can talk to each other across the room and say, "Let's get the hell out of here." Is, I think is what it really came down to. I mean, you could really just like kind of use your thumb and go, "Let's get the fuck out." But uh, no, a, a lot of my girlfriends back in the Midwest knew sign language, which was uh, kind of interesting, and I I, I learned a, a little bit. Um, uh, I, I know how to say bullshit in sign language, which is fun. But um, <laughs> that's about it. But yeah, check the, check these out. These are kind of these are, kinda, these, are co- these are cool. They're neat.
1: They're neat. <laughs> They're neat. Yes. They're neat. And then this article caught my eye um, because we've been talking about deep fakes since before deep fakes was really even kind of a thing. It was just a uh, oh look, maybe we could do this, and uh, screaming that. Oh boy, this is going to change a lot of stuff because uh, how do you trust anything anymore? Uh, Somebody thinks they may have found a good use for deep fakes. Uh, Carolyn McGinnis may be one of the few people in the world who knows what it's like to lend someone a face. In a new HBO documentary, her eyes, nose, and mouth help cloak the identities of LGBTQ people in Chechnya, the predominantly Muslim Republic in Russia. So they've done a documentary. Obviously, these people do not want to be on camera because they will get persecuted and killed and detained and tortured and other sorts of things uh, if they're there. So instead of doing what we've always done, which is blurring faces, uh, modifying voices, having them sit in shadows, or I don't know, hiring an actor, what we've done instead (laughs) is uh, they've done deep fake videos of all these people. So uh, theoretically, they say you can get the real emotions coming through from the people as opposed to the other uses, which I think this is just a gimmick. Looks like it. Looks like it. Right. I mean, it sounds a little bit silly. Um, Anyways, we'll see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I I got this one over at Business Insider. Amazon engineers built an internal wiki page that suggests alternatives to unconsciously racist terms like brown bags, cakewalk, and master and slave. Now, we've got Seth Miranda on the show, and we did talk about the master and slave uh, issue Mm -hmm. when it comes to flash photography. Or hard drives or anything yeah (laughs) yeah just about damn near anything uh it's an easy fix and most of the camera companies are working on it you know it's transmitter and receiver okay done problem solved now there's a lot of stuff in here that is kind of interesting um brown bags right i Um, was not aware that that was potentially a racist yeah because they're bad i am privileged that are brown (laughs) i don't i don't get that one yeah like
1: so are cardboard
0: boxes um okay (laughs) yeah cakewalk Um, how i don't get that one either i don't get that one either here's here's what i'm worried about this is going to be you know uh, this is going to get to the point of ridiculousness because you look at things like you know I mean, me too went way too far and then everybody snapped back against it. So it's like, guys, pick your battles. Be smart about it. Brown bag. It is a brown fucking bag. That's it. It's a fucking brown bag. And uh, God forbid, what's going to happen to the Black Hat Conference? You know, what's. What's going to happen there? What about that TV show, The Blacklist? Has that been canceled yet? Nope. Uh, look, if there are a
1: significant number of people that feel that these terms are actually racist, fine. That, that's fine. But I, are there a significant number? I don't know. Maybe there are. I don't know. I don't know. The master and slave thing has been kicking around for a long time. We've known that that was kind yeah. of odd terminology to be using when we could have changed it a long time ago. I even saw that there's a, some sort of move in the real estate movement right now to stop calling it the master bedroom. Okay, fair enough. Call it something else. I'm I'm down with that. The Although biggie. call it a biggie. Call it the biggie. <laughs> Although I think it was John Legend who pointed out on Twitter that saying, you know, realtors, the real problem is that you aren't showing black people uh, the same amount of houses, and you're showing them different neighborhoods. How about we solve that and not worry about calling the bedroom the master bedroom?
0: Yeah. God. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, whatever. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. No, I, I understand. I understand it, but there, there is the potential to go too far to the other side is all I'm saying. And uh, you know, you know, maybe we
1: start by renaming the Redskins. Hey, how about that? How about
0: that one? Everyone needs a world-class VPN. Grumpy old geeks recommends private internet access to protect your online privacy and identity. With just one private Internet Access VPN subscription, you can connect up to 10 devices at the same time. Go to GOG.show slash VPN and sign up today. For a limited time only, you can get our favorite VPN for just $2.69 a month when you sign up for two years. GOG.show slash VPN. That's GOG.show slash VPN. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, and it's time to fuel up with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer. Thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like calorie smart, protein plus and keto. Factor Fresh's never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just 2 minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day that you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Step into a world of endless culinary delight with over 35 enticing meal options and over 60 tantalizing add-ons refreshed weekly. This may supercharge your wellness journey with dietitian approved dishes built on ingredients you can count on. Treat your taste buds every day from sunrise to sunset with effortless nutritious choices spanning from energizing breakfasts to delectable desserts. Indulge in the luxury of restaurant-caliber meals right at home. Savor the sophistication of filet mignon, the freshness of shrimp, and the bold flavors of blackened salmon. Simplify your life with Factor Meals, ready in just two minutes. Say goodbye to grocery runs, tedious prep, and cleanup. I love these things. I can't even tell you what I had this week because I had so many of them. But that's the great thing about Factor. Every week you have new options, and they're delicious. And you can tailor your eating experience with six specialized menu options. That's code GRUMPY50 at FactorMeals.com slash GRUMPY50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Media Candy.
1: Uh, as I've descended into my Disney Plus viewing with the kid, uh, we've stumbled across uh, a little small series that they've done. They're, they're all shorts. Uh, but they're phenomenal. They're as told by Emoji, produced by Disney, which does basically stylized emoticon shorts based on a lot of their movies. And these huh. things are amazing.
0: Really? They're super
1: cute. They're really a lot of fun. They've done all sorts of stuff. I mean, everything from you know the basics. The first one that we discovered actually was Aladdin. Uh, all the Frozen stuff has been done. Uh, Finding Nemo. I mean, they've gotten into doing like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because you know Disney owns everything now. Uh, Disney some owns star. Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, all that sort of stuff. But these are these are really, really cute. And I have to say, even if you don't have a kid, if you are, have a favorite Disney movie, I would uh, recommend finding it. I'm, they're all, well, they're all supposed to be going to Disney+. Plus. Some of them are exclusive to Disney+, Plus, but you know that means you can all find these on YouTube. So, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Google it. I've got a link in the show notes to the uh, Disney Fandom Wiki, which lists every single one that they've done. Um, and you can just kind of search for them. But they are very well done, very, very clever.
0: Cool. Very cool.
1: And uh, I have almost completed my Lord of the Rings Extended Edition rewatch. I've watched (laughs) at least over an hour and a half every single night, and I've still got an hour to go. You know, that hour that was tacked on to the 17 endings of the final movie. So, God, that last movie. It's just
0: like, (laughs) come on, guys. Come on. Can we go home now? I gotta pee. (laughs) Yeah, I've got to say, it's a a great
1: series. Obviously, the Extended Editions, you know, how am I supposed to complain about editing? But I even remember the Normal Editions probably. Probably could have used a slightly heavier hand on the editing, particularly with the Sam and Frodo endlessly walking through the wilderness scenes. So, um, you know, it, it, it's great. I mean, it's it's a phenomenal series, so you can't really pick on it too much. Wonderful time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've actually gone back and started to watch Band of Brothers again because uh, (laughs) our friend Chris Lockhead has never seen it. And I was talking to him the other day and I'm like, this is one of the best series ever made. It is phenomenal. You have to go watch it. Yeah, I mean, you have to watch it. And so I I put it on the laptop when I go to sleep at night after I'm done texting (laughs) till 1230 at night. Um, But man, Eggplant, 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 eggplant. No, 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 no. We talk about normal adult things. Um, well, I was just talking but, about what's for dinner. No big deal. <laughs> well, you got to read um, something into everything. Band of Brothers is hands down one of the single best TV series ever made. So if you have never seen it, go sit down, put, plump your ass on the couch it, and just watch it. Because damn, it is good. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I mean, it, it holds up. It has legs. It's like I'm watching it like... The effects, everything about it, it's just like the story, you know, the whole, you know, 101st Airborne. These guys were just like, these, these were dudes, man. These were like real fucking dudes. And they no, it was a great series. Stuff. Yeah. I, I watched it years after it initially
1: uh, was out and um, it was great. It was absolutely wonderful. So. It's
0: funny. I, wa- I watched it on, uh, I watched it live when it came out and I would tape them on VHS and take them over to my dad's and watch them again. And then when the DVDs came out, they came out in this tin and then it it's like a seven foot, uh, like pullout that's inside of it we still have it. It's like, it's really gorgeous. They, they just it's I mean, everything about this show is just amazing. Just go fucking watch it.
1: <laughs> and this isn't really a uh, media candy news, but I did find this to be very, very funny. Uh, personnel may be scarce at the currently closed National Museum of the U.S. Air Force at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, but that didn't stop one innovative hero from employing some arts and crafts merrymaking under a section of wall devoted to the United States Space Force chain of command. Uh, Space photo- Force.
0: Yes, a photo take
1: <laughs> at the ohio museum first surfaced on reddit revealing a superimposed with scotch tape photo on top of where chief of space operations general john raymond's official photo should be what did they do they took a shot of steve carell's character in space force and put it on top of them <laughs> okay that's pretty funny that's, that's pretty funny, funny. Have, you,
0: have you been watching it
1: no I, I i dropped it after the second episode it was that bad
0: I Everybody,
1: much like Farscape, not to get into that again, people are saying if you get past the first couple
0: episodes, it gets better. But I did not get past the first couple episodes. Okay. Well, I'll give it a shot when it's all done. Because it's still, it's still rolling out, right? I have no clue. <laughs> I think they're rolling out <laughs> week by week because it's HBO. So uh maybe when it's done, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Because, you know, we're out of shit to watch. <laughs> we're just out of shit to watch. Yeah, it's getting brutal. On of the week.
1: I can't believe that this actually happened, but it did. Country singer Chase Rice um, had a concert in Nashville with a packed house full I of saw. people not wearing yeah. masks. Yes, everybody uh-huh. saw this. There was a lot of outrage, and uh, <clears throat> he uh, he he said him. Yeah, he did a video after this asking people to please go by the rules after being criticized for his packed concert because. He went by the rules himself, because he didn't. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know what's wrong with people.
0: We are joined today by the beautiful, lovely Gigi Edgeley, yeah. who, played, who played Chiana on Farscape. Oh. <laughs> we met like 20 years ago at this point, at the first Farscape convention.
2: We didn't, we even meet, meet before No, well, did we meet online before that? Or that's how we originally collided.
0: I sent you an email saying, Hey, you didn't have your domain. So I went out and bought it for you. I bought ggedgely.com and I'm like, Thank I want to give it to you. Thank and I'm God, like, trying, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like trying to give it to you. And you're like, who's this stalker guy trying to like, talk to me at this convention. I'm like, I have your domain. I want to give it to you. And I'm
2: like, what is a domain? Does that mean I have a castle? Yeah. A kingdom?
0: And, <laughs> and it's so funny because I was talking to you outside or like I tried to talk to you outside and uh uh Brian called security on me and wouldn't let me come outside anymore. <gasps> Brian oh Henson. My, I didn't know any of this stuff. And I was talking I didn't like, to him, I'm like my back like that. That's amazing. I have a whole security team. Well, I'm like, Brian, those pants are awesome. Where'd you get them? And the first thing he said to me is you can't afford them. And I'm like, Okay, well, that was a dick move.
2: Oh ooh, la la!
0: <laughs> He's like, oh, they were nine hundred bucks. I got them at Barney's. You can't afford them, and I'm like, well, excuse me, I can, but they're what? really cool pants.
2: Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> and then he called oh. security on me. <laughs> so
2: I had no idea of any of this.
0: Yeah, that was the first Farscape convention in Burbank and so long ago. It's
2: been it's been forever more, forever more, because then I started stalking you. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, speaking of domains, are you any good at building websites? Uh, it's just mm-hmm. something low key. And then like <laughs> oh, ever since what, 20 years ago, you almost get an email or a text or a phone call <laughs> daily going, Hey Jace, um, how do I upload a picture? Hey Jace, I, I locked myself out. I can't remember my password. <laughs> hey Jace, yep. I think I crashed the site. Jase, <laughs> you're like, oh, what did I do?
0: That's about it. That's about <laughs> it. So, uh, fortunately, I have retired from website development, but I still help you out whenever you need help. You call me, yeah. and I, I get it taken care.
2: So nobody else approaches him <laughs> <laughs> because I take up all your time. That's why you've got no no uh, time for any anything else.
0: <laughs> no. So speaking of a lot of the things that you always had me do was doing your convention schedule and. Now that you know we're stuck in this C nineteen lockdown, you know it's like that's a major part of your business, your income is doing conventions.
2: It's it is my business. That's all. Like, yeah. I, obviously, I work for the. You know, I I'm still acting and hosting and and but I've been doing the comic cons for you know ever since Farscape days for over twenty years now, and it is a, a big beautiful family to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm missing everyone desperately. Uh, a lot of the people that I've met on the circuit know me better than some of my own family members. Mm-hmm. I have seven brothers and sisters, you know, all based in Australia, and we've got a lovely, beautiful, amazing family, but they can't even keep track of me when I'm in convention mode. My mum goes, I have to look up on your site. So thank you, Jase, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> to see where you are and figure out how to track you down. I'm like, so do I. <laughs> because we, we usually have them back to back. You know, um, I had a beautiful baby girl. Uh, she's about 18 months now and 18 months. Wow. uh, Yeah. And she, uh, just so everyone is very clear, I'm the biggest geek out of anyone. Uh, so much so that I named my beautiful little girl, first name, Sky, middle name Walker, (laughs) <laughs> so everyone thinks, oh, oh, she's an actress and she just rocks up at you know signings and whatever. No, no, this is my life. You guys are my heart and soul and my everything to me. Our, our house, as you can see in the background, is filled with uh, you know hoverboards and lightsabers and unicorns and mermaid tails and Kermit the frogs and dark <laughs> crystals and like this is this is my existence. So it's been devastating, and uh, I I. Literally was in the air with Sky, traveling to Northeast Comic Con, and we landed. And uh, the lady that came to pick us up said, "Oh, welcome! By the way, the show's been cancelled by the Board of Health, and Massachusetts is in a state of uh, emergency, and you need to go home." So, all within one day on the twelfth of March, we. Poor little Skywalker, Skywalker, living up to her name, <laughs> yep. flew all the way to Boston with me, and then we were like within an hour, we jumped on a plane and flew all the way back. and And we've we've been fine; we're not sick. We're, and I was like, "That's pretty amazing to survive that little adventure and come out still smiling and chuckling." So it's been it ha- I've literally almost had a convention every sing- single weekend, and as I've sat at my computer. I I've seen them falling off one by one by one, and it just breaks my heart. And I know you know, it's, it's, there's a lot more bigger things going on in the world, but I just, I miss you all desperately. I want to <laughs> hang out with you.
0: Well, ah. we'll, 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 we'll get back to the conventions eventually once this yes. thing's over, everybody yes. will get to play again because, yes, you know, we got to. So yes. what have you been doing to, to kind of keep in touch with your fans?
2: So, uh my amazing brother, as you know, I'm pretty iffy at technical stuff, Jace. <laughs> it's iffy, iffy. my, daily, my <laughs> daily phone calls. And ah, oh, help me? I've crashed the internet. <laughs> um so my brother's been very patient with me and he's a gamer and he said, "Look, you know, you've got Uh, already got a a really cool fan base and you're a funny weird character and you've you've got lots of things to say and I think people would be interested if you started your own Twitch channel and I don't know anything about Twitch at this stage you know and I'm like what's that so uh, over team viewer he's helped me set it up from he's based in Australia and i I'm in LA and so he uh, day in and day out and, you know, we got monitors delivered and cameras delivered and all this sort of Mm -hmm. stuff. And so now I've got my little Twitch channel. It's Gigi Edgley TV. Uh, We go every day, sorry, from Tuesday to Saturday, 5 p.m. for about an hour or so. And it's fantastic. We've had Rockne S.O. Bannon, uh, one of the creators of Farscape, Also,
0: I also uh, what I just found out the other day. I watched Alien Nation again, and I didn't realize Rockney wrote Alien Nation, the movie. Yes, Yes. I was just I was blown away. I'm like, oh my god! Now I got to go back and watch. I got to watch Sequest, and I got to watch Farscape again, (laughs) and all that stuff.
2: That's the thing too, is that you know, I and I really want to. I really, so it, it's very cool, casual, you know, chilled vibe, but I want to obviously know everything and anything about the guests that come on. And it's a lot of work, you know, and especially, uh, you know, rocks a dear friend and also a work colleague. So I don't want to muck it up, you know, so I'm going yeah. to <laughs> open up his IMDB. I'm like, Oh, my gosh. So for like <laughs> two weeks before I'm watching. And if you've ever seen any of his shows, they're so hardcore. Like most of them are pretty like evil with spirits and ghosts. and Like they're really great, but they're, mm-hmm. they're, it's unnerving how how amazing they are. So I, I, I was like dreaming of ghosts and goblins and all sorts of things. <laughs> from the, I was like, Rockney, you really frilled me up in a good way. So um, we've had Rockney on the show. Rod Roddenberry came on last week. I've had family members pop in uh, because they all have a very interesting tower within themselves. We've had, if you know Farscape, we've had Captain Crace, we've had Stark, uh, Greys is going to come on in the next couple of weeks. Uh, We've also had uh, Bracker and then I've done a lot of other projects uh, as well. So I've had directors and producers and actors that have been involved in those projects come on. So every week, on Thursday we have a guest, special guest, and then on Tuesday my brother and I, uh, he's an amazing musician, he comes on and we have a funny jam session for, you know, an hour or so, and everyone really lo- really loves that session because he, I can't put on a professional face with Jake. He just, you know, boofs <laughs> around and I get unraveled and I'm, you know, you can't hide being just the big silly sister to jake you know (laughs) people love that seeing tiana just like huh so um and we just jam and have fun and it's it's lots of fun and then we do some fast skate watches we watch some of the australian work that i've done uh i've done yoga there and it's literally i specifically made it to connect obviously with the fans and friends and family in this crazy time And I'm totally open to suggestions. Like people have said, "Oh, can you do a painting session? Uh, Can you do some more yoga?" Now we want to watch Tricky Business. I'm like, sure. Yep,
0: you tell me what (laughs) you want to do. Can come over and clean my car. Uh, I'm like, (laughs) I'm 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 already here. Come on over.
2: (laughs) 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 So it's been a ray of light for me in all this craziness, obviously, you know, the, I, if I could make this my be or to end or and expand it so that this is my, my, my soul, you know, my, my, my everything that would be fantastic. Cause it's great. I, I'd still obviously want to do the comic cons and still want to do different shows and everything, but it's I was very say, exciting. Get back
0: on some, get back on some shows, get on some TV. It's like, don't well, sit in your room.
2: I know. This is my own TV station. I could do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> you know how fun it is, Jace.
0: I do. So, I do. Tell, tell Brian to, to stop sending the cops after me and, and to start a new creature challenge. Cause that was a fun yes. show. He needs to do another season of that.
2: That was amazing. And the, the cool thing is, is that last year was the 20th anniversary of Farscape. And I spoke to Brian Henson and Rockney, uh, who were the two creators of Farscape, Ben Browder, who was the lead, Claudia Black, who played Aaron, uh, and uh, Anthony Simcoe, played Dargo, a lot of the Farscape cast. I said, guys, if you are really serious about getting this show back, uh, you know, as a new series, which they've been talking about, let's do the conventions because everyone is so in love with this show. Like I still go to conventions all over the world and people are lining up around the block to, you know, to, to, to say hello. And yep. I, I said to Brian, this is still very much alive in the hearts of, of people out there. So all last year we did Dragon Con, we did a fast Gate reunion, WinterCon which was in New York, Dragon Con, obviously in Atlanta, San Diego Comic Con. I gathered Brian Henson and Rockney and uh, Ben Browder and we all did a fastscape VIP meet and greet and a signing and everything. And it was so awesome on so many levels because it's back on Amazon Prime. They're obviously looking at the numbers to see how much interest there is. So if you do dig fastscape and you have Amazon Prime or you don't have Amazon Prime, can just put sometimes. it on when you go
0: to bed and, and, and just yet, let it run. Exactly. <laughs> just let it run.
2: Because they're watching it like, uh, you know, and, and there's serious talks on every single panel that they did, even at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. They played a trailer and at the end of it, it goes Farscape to be continued for the next generation. And I didn't even know it was coming. I was like, <laughs> what? What? And they said this year they wanted to, they want to shoot with original cast members in Australia a new series. And I'm like, "Ah, ah," and then the world shut down. And I was like, come on. Oh, man. So, but I'm a strong believer in dreams coming true and positive manifesting. So let's keep putting the good energy out (laughs) there. And, yeah, hopefully maybe next time I do my Twitch stream, it'll be on the set of Farscape. Hey, guys, it's Gianna.
0: how nice would it be to have Moya back?
2: Yes. Oh speaking of which, I heard that um we have some trouble in the uncharted territories.
0: Yeah, uh my co-host Brian, um
2: hmm, interesting. Uh, it's Brian. Yeah.
0: Not a Brian. fan, apparently. So, right. uh, well,
2: we're going to have to do some serious, serious clockwork Nabari action on him. I think. I
0: believe so. <laughs> I believe we're so. We're going to have to strap
2: him to a chair and remove one's eyeballs and put the mental cleansing <laughs> underneath. <laughs> Listen, Brian, frail you first of all, and uh, you have to, have to, have to. This is your homework. Don't even worry about the first fifteen episodes. Well, 14. <laughs> just skip to episode 15. That's when it gets good. Just kidding. <laughs> it also might, just strangely enough, be the episode that Chiana appears. I don't know why it's I so I was going to say maybe there's something <laughs> about
0: that episode that uh, has some significance.
2: But it's a it's a really intriguing show because the fan base is extremely extensive, but it's, you find the, the fans in the most – interesting plate of of places because in Australia uh, not a lot of people saw it because they uh, originally released it when the Olympics was on. So it got Mm. lost in the mix. However, when they flew us over to the first Comic-Con, which was around the same year, the fan, I think it was about 2000 people. Was that the convention we met at Chase?
0: No, we met in Burbank. We met in Burbank here.
2: It was um, one of the creations. creation ones, the very, very, very first one. There was about 2,000 people and our our brains just exploded because we, as Australians, you know, we, we mm. it, things were a lot more laid back at home. Mm. So when we got picked up and taken and, you know, makeup done and hair done and flown, you know, worked, mm-hmm. very well looked after and put up in lovely hotels, we're like, what the heck is going on here? And then yep. we get onto the stage and the fan response was
0: mind-blowing. So yeah. it's yeah, we it's, met at, at creation number one here. You came out wearing the leather pants and those really cool shoes that you, yes, I my space shoes. Your space shoes, and you're my like, Nobody boots. recognizes me. Who am I? And you're like, <laughs> Pew, 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 shooting at the audience. And yep, I remember <laughs> that, that sounds
2: like something I would do. Yes, I, yeah. I that definitely sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh oh, no that was so long ago and so much fun so yeah Brian uh, whatever for all you like like cheat
2: Brian you <laughs> you you going to be in some big trouble boy some big big trouble no but it is uh like people have said like a lot of people and it's interesting some people have even been introduced to Farscape through uh Creature Shop Challenge, they've seen in that and then they're like, mm. oh, what else is you know, D- Henson done or what else is that mm-hmm. post done or whatever and it's led them that way. Also when they re-released it on Netflix a few years ago and now on Amazon, it's bringing together a whole new generation of fans. The show actually really holds up really well because there's mm-hmm. lots of practical effects and even the computer graphics have stunning
0: oh my god for, that's for, the whole that was the thing that that drew most of us in it's like this looks like a movie that you make every week yeah like the guys in australia the the effects teams down there were just incredible
2: it's a magical it. show
0: yeah i was watching it last night and i'm like I, I remember the scene i was like okay you know the peacekeepers come in on the marauder it's leaking they jump out of the thing and i'm like that you didn't see that 20 years ago you saw that in the movies you didn't see that on a tv show
2: mm-hmm.
1: so
0: and it, it holds huge. up
2: it's huge and um, everything from Australia had never seen anything like it. You know, we mm-hmm. were filming at the same time as The Matrix. Uh, we started off oh, yeah. filming at the Fox Studios and they spent about roughly a million on uh, an episode on, and And Australia had never seen anything like the costumes, the creatures, because the, obviously Jim Henson's Creature Shop worked you know, on set and also delivered a lot of amazing creations from their shop in London as well. So it's just, it was just huge, huge. And every actor that I had ever grown up watching on Australian television that I had respected and admired ended up coming and being a creature on (laughs) Farscape. And and I was like at that stage, because originally my character was only meant to be one episode and then they liked it and they kept sort of you know, bringing me in for another and another and another. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then all of a sudden I was a regular and these guesties are coming on and they're literally actors that I, you know, would sit eating my popcorn on my cereal, watching the television <laughs> going. And yep. now they're on set and I'm teaching them how to fly, fly a spaceship.
0: I'm like, this is amazing. So it was very <laughs> cool. Uh, what was – I I mean, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, uh, from The Matrix. Uh- Keanu. Um, no, no, no the the agent from the Matrix that was on Farscape with the mask. Oh, I'm just uh, losing my Paul Goddard. Okay, yes, Paul. Paul was awesome on the show. I was just like, wait a minute, I know that guy. Who's what? That's the same guy. He was amazing on the show. It was a, a show that you really had to. You really had
2: to go above and beyond. It swallowed a lot of actors up because mm-hmm. you almost needed to be you had to go in at 150% minimum, you know, because if you watch anything, Henson, all those characters are so unbelievably believable. You know, you like look at the new Dark Crystal series, the storyteller, Fraggle Rock, the Muppets, the, it's just, their work is so inspiring and breathtaking. I don't think that there's anyone on this earth that doesn't know who the Henson company is or hasn't been inspired by a, one of their works if not more
0: mm-hmm. no definitely well at least brian did sign my kermit after he had me kicked out the <laughs> cops called on me he did sign my oh, kermit so he's so
2: a lovely you. man he's a lovely man I I, uh, I I he's 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 a very cool dude as well so maybe you just got off on the wrong foot i or think leg, we, I, or pant yeah, leg.
0: i think we got off on the wrong pants <laughs> yeah so Thanks so much for stopping by today, Gigi. (laughs) What's your Twitch channel again, where everybody can find you? My
2: my Twitch channel is Gigi Edgley TV. I'm all over the interwebs. Uh, I'm on Patreon. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I have a YouTube channel. Uh, So, yeah, come and hang out. Uh, I'm absolutely here for you guys. I'm the biggest fan of the fans. As I said before, I am so appreciative of everything that everyone has you know, bless me with along the way. So this is my, from my heart and soul, you know, uh, this is what I'm I'm giving back to the universe. So come and
0: hang out with me. Yep. And you can go to ggedgely.com because I kind of know the guy that guy that did that Mm -hmm. and all the links will be found there. (laughs) Thanks again, G. Bye, Jay. We're back again with professional photographer Seth Miranda from the lovely town of Brooklyn. How you doing,
3: Seth? <laughs> yes, beautiful Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> beautiful my Brooklyn. alerts go off every three minutes to let me know to stay inside. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man?
0: You hanging, hanging in, in there?
3: there? Yeah, I'm hanging in there. I think that's what everybody's saying. That's like the going trend. It's like you measure well swear a that says, "Yeah, I'm hanging in there." Like, like we could to skip that part, you know. <laughs> It is what
0: it is. All right, man. So uh, it's been a while since we had you on the show. And uh, previously, we had talked about Olympus. And you're like, these guys are not long for this world. And turns out, you were right. Yeah. Talk about someone who's not hanging in there. Uh, Olympus, right? The
3: Micro Four Third uh, kings of the world. Well, not even really. Panasonic is Micro Four Thirds also. But... People uh, got an announcement this week that Olympus is no longer in the camera business. That's been the going title on every blog everywhere that's been clickbaitable, but no one actually read, read those articles. <laughs> uh, so what happened was the hedge fund company who bought the Sony bio system has uh-huh. bought the camera division of Olympus. Olympus has a lot of other divisions, medical, all sorts of things, uh, glass, optics, things like that. And uh they bought the camera division, but what people don't realize is that this doesn't end today. They have at least two years of products to be released. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. All the R&D was in place. All the production was in place. Um, You know, all the marketing, the graphics, the boxes, the manuals were written, all that stuff.
0: Nobody so, makes manuals anymore. Don't give me that bullshit. Come oh, on. Are you kidding
3: me? I still get like <laughs> three different languages. When I bought my Z6, there was like four manuals in there. And I was like, okay. Uh, but I think Olympus has done a lot of cool things in the technology inside their cameras. And I think maybe in two years, what we'll probably see, or even over the course of the two years, those technologies being sold off into different um, brands or manufacturers, so to speak. Uh-huh. Um, but we actually just saw that happen in Panasonic. The G100, their vlogging camera, has Ozo, uh, I don't know, sound. It's not surround sounds, like Ozo audio, uh-huh. where it can actually track your face with your audio so that it keeps it consistent amongst three microphones on the camera. That's a Nokia system. So I think we're going to see some. And, and
0: by the way, it's pronounced Nokia. Is it really? Yep, Nokia. Okay, so Nokia, uh. <laughs> Not, I've never heard Nokia in my entire life. A friend of mine was friends with the CEO. So yeah, it's pronounced Nokia. Wow, wild. <laughs> with that,
3: they were huge in phones when I was growing up and then they just kind of like disappeared. Yep. Uh, but they did some cool things with the technology, right? And same thing with Olympus. They did some really interesting things with the positive sides of a small sensor, having less file information, making it faster, doing things like live comp, which is a really cool feature where it's almost like a double exposure, but controlled. So you take a picture of a city street and then you take another picture and only records the new light that's in the scene. So if you're running through the flashlight, oh, wow. all it records is only the new light that it registers in that same scene, which is that's pretty great. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So why couldn't Sony pick that up, right? Why couldn't another company go, hey, yeah. these are cool. Yeah. So I think uh, Olympus did a lot of cool stuff. A lot of people who are diehard fans of it are just going to have to deal with it. And um you know, I I hate saying that I called it, but I think everyone in the industry kind of saw the writing on the wall. But I don't think it's out. I don't think it's totally done. You got two more years of the system. So if you're looking to invest in it for a small system that you can travel with, maybe it's still for you. There's a lot of people who love the interface and the old nostalgia feel of their camera bodies.
0: Well, that's interesting. I, I watched your video that you did with uh, what's his name? The comedian. Oh, Robert Kelly. Robert Kelly. And uh, with the uh, the live audio. Now, the thing is, I'm an audio nerd. Um. Yeah, the audio does track you across those three microphones, but is it any good? It's it's an on-camera mic. You know, that's what I I mean. That's what I'm saying. It's like, can it be that good? Because it's just little tiny holes. You know.
3: Yeah, I think the one thing that they, the only thing you can do with it, right, is not make it omni and make it some sort of directional. So what I found that the mic did, and what a lot of the people use that camera, uh, if you're standing in like like three people. It does actually keep the pattern narrow so that you still kind of hear those people, but you're really the focus of it. And when you're outside and there's no reflection in the room or whatever, it seems to be pretty good audio for this little tiny thing that fits in the palm of your hand, you know?
0: Okay. I do like the fact that they have a mic on the back so you could do yes. narration. That's cool.
3: Yeah, especially if you're someone that's doing, like, tech stuff where you just mount the camera and, like, you're taking something apart or an unboxing. It records mm-hmm. your audio to the back and doesn't get the sound of you or a little bit of the sound of you, like, opening something or fiddling with your hands. And I think that's super ideal. They looked at the market and they looked at this audio technology. So, let's put this together. Um, unfortunately, Sony put out their ultimate vlogging camera two weeks prior uh, but it, 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 I think people get confused. They think that both of these cameras, like they saw the Sony were like, quick, put something together. And in two weeks, they put a camera out. It's like, no, this was like a year, no, two that's years, years of development.
0: That's years <laughs> yeah. of R&D to put a camera together and get it to manufacturing and get it to market. Yeah, yeah
3: definitely. <laughs> uh, I, I think um, the one positive to the Lumix camera Is that you have interchangeable lenses so if you're already doing stuff like what you do with the gh5s uh, you can take those lenses and just adapt and put them you don't have to even adapt them you just put them on that camera and you have a lens selection and a vlogging alternative should you want it in that system for under 800
0: bucks yeah and and, and i'm using the g7s the one thing about the g7s that drives me nuts is the kit lens that came with it it's like a 14 to 28 or something um the one that comes with uh, that was it what's the the lumix the, the the new vlogging model 16 to 32, I believe. No, it's 12. It starts at 12.
3: Does it really start at 12? That shows you yeah. how good I did that video. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: But, <laughs> but what's the model number on the the camera itself? It's like the, the G100. G100. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, mine. Because uh, I'm trying to find a wider angle lens for it, and then I saw this kit lens comes with you know a wider angle than I've got, and I'm like, damn, I want that one because like to get a wider angle, just like a standalone, uh, like prime, is like 800 bucks. And yeah, I'm like, that's three hundred dollars more than the camera. <laughs> so yeah, like, you're paying for like some quality glass. It's uh, it's
3: one yeah. of those things. The the one thing about uh, the lens being wider for this vlogging camera isn't just because you're hand holding it and it's like arm's length. The real issue, and this is something that a people, a lot of people got confused on, was that the stabilization is electronic, not mechanical. Ibis in the body. Uh-huh. What that means is a already small sensor, the Micro third sensor, is then cropped. So that has this uh, uh, activated yeah. pixel uh, box that's moving around on a sensor that's already small. So you get cropped on those lenses and the more stabilized, the higher end in the stabilizing, you go like high, medium, low, whatever it is. When yeah. you put on high, you're cropping a good amount, like a third Quite of the sensor. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, fortunately for me, mine are all on tripod, so I don't have to do any stabilization. but. Uh it would be nice to be able to get like a wider angle lens on these things, but yeah, uh, there are
3: options out there though. it's a micro four thirds mount. There are plenty of things out there. You could probably even get Olympus
0: lenses for it, you know what I mean? so micro four thirds mount does that mean that like basically any micro four third like like did did everybody get together and say, hey, we're just gonna have a a universal mount for all of these lenses across the board?
3: Yeah, I have no idea where the origin of the Micro Four Thirds mount came from. It is more of a video sensor size than it is stills. And okay. I think once it got adapted to stills formats for Panasonic, Olympus, and some other cameras, they just used the same mount that was on those systems. So it's kind of interchangeable. I have Blackmagic cameras over at Arama that I've thrown Olympus lenses on. So, you know, it, it's it's a kind of a fun thing to have all this option out there especially with like third party and who knows what lenses are being made in other countries and
0: no name brands and other things like that gotcha yeah because i was looking at sigma lenses for for mine because you know sigma lenses get the job done and they are price positive yeah my, sigma tell.
3: is a really interesting company that th- for years they were considered like junky, and now people are saying like oh is it built like a sigma they're actually like saying the quality level is so up there that it's almost a standard sometimes. Uh, oh, really interesting. And they did put out that camera, the FP, which is uh, now
0: getting ProRes RAW, I believe. Oh, nice. Nice. What do you think of those Blackmagic cameras? I keep seeing ads for them every time I open Instagram, and I'm like, hmm, that looks interesting. The pocket? Yeah. So, yeah, they're the one thing Blackmagic does very well is put
3: higher-end production in low-cost systems. So you're able to use a 6K camera that has an EF mount, meaning you can use Canon lenses on. You have to buy like dedicated lenses, Canon batteries, which are readily available. I mean if you really needed to you could buy them used if you really wanted to be that weird about buying a rechargeable battery. Yeah. Uh, but it it does allow you to do a lot with a little. And um, the only thing I'd say about Blackmagic that I've found over the years is that it has compatibility issues with uh, peripherals. So Mm. if you're trying to get it to talk to something else like a switcher system or whatever, sometimes Blackmagic only wants to talk to Blackmagic and it's not going to really play well with others. I've had uh, uh, converters from SDI to HDMI not work with Blackmagic systems unless Mm. they were made by Blackmagic. So it's it's one of those weird things. But I think... um, they definitely do some really uh, of the moment things like the ATM mini is like super hot right now. Just got mine. Just got it
0: this week. Finally. I ordered this thing in February. How you feeling? (laughs) Uh, Well, I just got new carpet yesterday, so I haven't had time to play with it. So I've been (laughs) I've literally I've literally been moving furniture for the past 48 hours. So it's sitting here on my desk, and I'm gonna be playing with it. Oh, also I needed to get more HDMI cables because I only had one HDMI cable for my G7. So my God. Now that my cables get here today, then I'm gonna hook the whole thing up and just make it rock. But a friend of mine has one. And uh he runs his entire company off because he does like wow. uh virtual meetings, okay. so he's got like laptops run into it and all sorts of different things, and uh, he loves it he he just loves the thing
3: yeah it's a really um I don't know, I want to say simplified, but what it basically is doing is everything you were going to plug into your computer and virtually run as a switcher now get plugged into this one little console and comes in as one signal into OBS. And instead of touching OBS or looking for that window amongst a thousand other windows, you have these hardware buttons that are glowing and you can punch them and you know where you're going and it's, it's tactile and fast. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I haven't had it in my hands long enough to really put into use. Um, I would like to actually just uh, roll the dice and buy one myself but uh we'll see what happens a lot of people are are loving it some people will absolutely hate it uh, i've heard uh, some people that just don't like it but i think they thought it was this answer to everything but if you're not used to having a switcher system that doesn't have labels you know what i mean like one two three four yeah. and you have to remember what those things are oh boohoo yeah that's what i said i was like Get <laughs> <out of here." laughs>
0: i was like come on man so it is what it is uh yeah, yeah. i am oh. hoping that i'm hoping there's less lag because i've got my magewell uh converter all hdmi right. converter and there's just so much lag between the the camera signal and the computer so i've got you got to do all these these you know jump through all these hoops to get the audio to sync right
3: oh that's so and, interesting
0: yeah so um the magewell is just it's just laggy as can be and fortunately i've got a mix pre two. And they just released a firmware update and they actually put in a um, uh, just an uh, like a lag offset button for their USB actual input. So oh, you can you can sit there up to you can and you can uh, just go down to the millisecond to sync your audio with the lag coming from some kind of converter like that. So that's it goes brilliant. up. Yeah, it goes up to 400 milliseconds. Um so I'm gonna try that out and hopefully you know I'm hoping that the ATM mini ATM um, <laughs> mini or whatever you call it uh, is is faster as far as the conversion goes and then I don't have that lag because I can't even use like zoom I just I just grab my logitech now I'm just like dude you know what I can't deal with this just give me my damn logitech I'll play with the camera settings app and just deal with that because the lag is so bad yeah if i'm using a pro mic going through uh an interface into the computer that audio is instant but the video just lags behind
3: yeah i always wondered why can't they put something inside of these uh capture devices where it actually can sense the lag that it's creating as it puts it out compared to the frame rate and then will automatically sync you as opposed to you having to like watch yourself or clap your hands and then figure it out and then set it. It just yeah. seems like there's some better way to do this. The one thing the ATM mini does, and I hope I'm right about this, is that it actually will change the frame rate going out. So if you're someone that's on Twitch, for example, and you have a high frame rate game going, you can only stream 60 frames. But if you were to output it uh, any other way, it might actually affect your own game, Like if you're on a laptop, it might actually change your laptop's uh, f- f- uh, frame rate to match the stream. So you'll be playing oh. at 60 frames. This supposedly, you should be able to put it out and then it will sample it itself and will set it out to 60 and not h- affect what you're doing. I'm wondering if that's the case. I haven't been able to test it. If someone out there knows, please you know, write me on Twitter or something. I would love to hear what everybody's experience with the ATM mini is. Um, but speaking of Twitch, I really want to get into this. Is this something we can jump into? Uh,
0: we can, but it's funny you're mentioning frame rate. Back in the day, when I was a Quake Three Arena like uh, you know clan player, I was I <laughs> yeah. was I, w- I was a semi pro Quake Three player, and I bought a compact computer for five thousand dollars so I could get to sixty frames per second. Oh my! God. Now I loaded Quake Three on my Air, my MacBook Air. <laughs> <laughs> and it maxed at 999 frames per second it wouldn't go it wouldn't Was that go a nice above smack it? in the balls we just like oh my god <laughs> I know, man. If if I'd have had that back in the day, my railgun game would have been so <laughs> fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah, I think it's amazing where we've gotten to, and uh, what we were
3: able, what's so readily available, I should say, and the options. I mean, you're, uh, a few years ago, not even that long ago, it would cost you like three to five grand to get a computer to play any modern game, and yep. now you're looking at under two grand. There's Lenovo put out a, a laptop that they call gaming for nine hundred dollars. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it has a 1660 card in it, but still, I mean, that's still can actually play some decent games on it. $900. Yeah. Like, I think it's amazing where we're at. And that's why so many people are jumping into gaming. That's what's making uh, people want to stream a little bit more and not just play by themselves. It's it's a community. And um, unfortunately, both sides of this community have taken a crazy hit. I don't know which one you want to go into first, racism or sexual harassment. Which one? What's your poison? <laughs>
0: Because they're both <laughs> let me, let me roll the dice here, let's go into racism first.
3: why not? Well, racism that's on the mixer side, so uh mixer's been hurting for a long time. They were lowest on the totem pole for streaming. I mean, they were getting beat by Facebook fucking gaming. I couldn't believe it, and this is Microsoft behind it, and Microsoft's famous for starting something and then just sending it to a graveyard. I mean, like we could go down their list, the Windows phone, the Zune. I mean, it goes on <laughs> and <Zune>. on. <laughs> the Zune. Oh. The old Zune. So when they entered in, they basically were telling uh, people on Twitch, like, hey, Twitch is getting too big. No one will find you on there. Or, hey, Twitch has guys like Seth Miranda on there talking about cameras and not gaming. Come to us. It'll be more gaming-oriented, and we'll do everything we can to make the interface for you. And then they bought the number one gamer on Twitch. Uh, ninja and his, uh, someone else named shroud. Mm-hmm. Now these guys made out like a bandit uh, mixer went down mainly because they were already going down, but then they made a fatal mistake of having an employee uh, f- make a public complaint about them over racism. And it, and it's kind of a valid complaint. I'm going to try to make this fast. I can, they have an, an African-American gentleman employed by Microsoft. They send him to the mixer headquarters uh, to work there, he quickly realizes he's the only African-American there, and uh, he didn't think much of it, but then he kept on feeling like there was this like tone going on, so he was getting uneasy, didn't feel like working there, wasn't really happy with it. Apparently, this is all based on articles. I'm, I'm not saying this a 100% fact, but apparently the person that was in charge made an analogy that Mixer is like a slave owner, and they own all the content. Like Ooh. Right. So he brought Ooh. up an issue with this and he went to the office with this, uh, you know, whoever she is, like a manager, whatever it is, and said, this isn't okay. This analogy isn't fine. And she laughed it off and actually in front of him, Googled the analogy to show him why it's okay and couldn't find an example. He resigned, still requested an investigation. And then they basically ruled that it wasn't racism because they hired him as a black gentleman. Oh, did they name him Token? I know. It's crazy. He was wearing like a big T on his shirt. So this hit Twitter. And Twitter and and streamers go hand in hand. And they were like livid. People were like on mixer strikes, all sorts of things. And literally that night. Mixer closed. It shut down.
0: Wow. <laughs> so That's now, crazy. Well,
3: what's crazy is what people don't realize is that this isn't just a gaming platform. People were making a living on there. You had 20,000 followers, each giving you $5 for whatever. That's your yearly income as you do this, plus your sponsors. Now your platform is gone overnight and you have to rebuild. It's basically losing your career overnight. So I
0: mean, we've said it on this show a million times. You can't build your house in somebody else's backyard and get pissed off when they turn the sprinklers on in the middle of the night. No, you
3: you can't. You can't. But there really is no way for you to do independent streaming and do the same sort of thing unless you did a Patreon, which is still someone else's backyard. Exactly. So what Mixer said was we're selling (laughs) – I mean, they literally – Took all the fine china out of the house and lit it on fire. They, <laughs> they And then took it to a pawn shop. Yeah. They said, hey, we're selling all of you guys to Facebook Gaming. You are welcomed partners there uh, if you want to accept it. And they were like, Facebook Gaming is like a graveyard. Like We don't want to be forced into a place we don't want to go. So they were either going to go on YouTube and start their own channels, which is crushing it right now for gaming, or go to Twitch and start over again. And a lot of people on Twitch have been super supportive. They're making like pins so that people know who the refugees from mixer are and all crazy stuff and twitch actually enacted that whoever was a partner on mixer meaning that they were making the top tier income and all that stuff and had Uh paid subscriptions and all the things unlocked automatically became partners on twitch just and they did that mainly so that they don't go to facebook but it was also a community thing yeah now the flip side to this Twitch is at the exact same time is under fire for sexual harassment and and was Jesus. inactive for doing anything. So what happened here was a lot of top end streamers. One guy was known for um, Destiny, was for years harassing dozens of women physically and virtually. And uh, they all spoke out against him. He sat there with his wife next to him making a fake heartfelt apology i mean it was so weird (laughs) he was just scared more than he was sorry if that makes sense yep and uh then it came out that another person and another person and whole uh, uh, esport teams and it just became this huge thing and a lot of top-end streamers just walked from twitch before they got banned and twitch is now on an active banning streak having banned dozens of people including one of the biggest names in Twitch, Dr. Disrespect, who is known for being ridiculously rude, has been banned f- before for filming like someone in the bathroom or something like that. Oh my God. He's like a shock value guy. He had 5 million followers. They shut down his page overnight. They have not given a reason as to what he's actually done, but they are going left and right over any allegations. And they're trying to make it so that it's only (laughs) allegations that happened on their platform. Meaning if someone was like trying to solicit them or talking via private messaging, Uh, the stuff that happened at conferences where one of the lead destiny guys was like feeling up someone's thigh while they were next to him, while they were playing or People trying to get girls to go to hotel rooms all around conferences and masturbating in front of them and all sorts of weird things, which is basically saying we can't do anything about that. Like, I don't know. It's not our it wasn't our yard. You know, we can't turn on those yeah. sprinklers. So they're they're taking steps. I don't know where. Because well, I mean, they can, if it
0: happens on the platform, they can prove it. They have chat logs, you know that's i i i see why they're doing that you know they can they can totally go full weinstein on that and get rid of people but if, it, if it's just hearsay then you can't really you know you can, you got to have lawyers and follow up with that and you have to have the judicial system you know yeah, honestly yeah.
3: absolutely it's it's just wild that in like this week you had one side of like racism yeah. and the other side of sexual harassment and and The fact that um, all the oh, and I forgot the best part when Mixer shut down, guys like Ninja and Shroud had uh, contracts with them to be exclusive. Well, Mixer doesn't exist anymore and they still had to pay them. I think Ninja is walking away with 30 million and Shroud is working away with 10 million and they're allowed to
0: start over on Twitch. Jackpot payday. Yeah, just walk, just 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 go, dude. I I I would go. Yeah, you'd never hear from me again, ever. I would put that shit in the bank and live off the interest. My if god, if they were smart, they would get together and just
3: start their own streaming platform built by gamers, not corporations. Yeah, and uh, be like, hey, we haven't had sexual harassment or racism here yet, <laughs> so, yet.
0: <laughs> oh man, wow. that's crazy. I want to I want to finish up with a question we got from Rocky. Uh, Last fall, I had a student of color raise an issue with some of our terminology in photography, and I wanted to hear your thoughts or maybe even a suggestion because of your experience in the field. He had an issue with the verbiage and explanation of master and slave in setting up lighting scenarios. Have you ever run across this issue? Would you have any suggestions on differed nomenclature? We ended up just saying M and S for the rest of the semester. So, uh, Seth, you are a flash guy and uh, I mean master and slave has been you know just the way it's been forever uh, what's going on in the business with uh, with this because everybody seems to be changing I mean even github is changing all of their their terminology and things like that so what's uh, photography gonna do
3: so I think right now after talking to a few companies like directly if it's screen printed on the unit, they can't do anything, obviously, except the newer units being changed as far right. as the printing goes. But if it's on yeah. an interface, like a lot of uh, Pro Photo stuff has it inside of a screen, they might update their firmware or are currently working to update their firmware to change that terminology. I get it. I don't think anyone even thought about it. Uh, and then when you start realizing that someone else has a different connotation with it than another type of people, it mm-hmm. makes total sense. Uh, to For fair point, though, Nikon has always called their off-camera lights remotes. And mm-hmm. never called them slaves. And also, there's a difference between a transmitter and receiver as being a radio trigger and a master and a slave being an optical trigger, meaning that a light fires with no choice once it sees another light fire. That's just so you don't, in case, if you don't have any radio transmission, that's mm-hmm. a way to get the trigger. So I don't yeah. know what they're going to call those. We've always called them remote or off camera flash. I've never, ever once. uh, in front of groups of people when I was a demo felt comfortable saying the word slave ever so uh, I get it and I think that the industry just looks at it like it's not that hard to change we're going to change it and I think it's good faith it's a predominantly white Industry. I mean, it's a predominantly white male industry. Honestly, if you go to any trade show, it's it's usually a, yep. a one genre. It's it's not. It's now it is getting more diverse, and there's definitely more female photographers, definitely more female ambassadors, and and definitely more people of color on stages and stuff like that. But for a long time, the people who designed the stuff, built the stuff, put it out there, while most of it was a Japanese companies doing it.
0: I was going to say most of these are Asian.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you know they but don't when, know. But to sell it in in the West, the heads yeah. of state are all white guys wearing ties, and they don't even think they might not have any ma- malicious intent but then not even think about it having a connotation but I can see a young African American kid buying their first robes and they're going I don't know this just doesn't feel right to me I get yeah. it Yeah, I get it so
0: no totally get it totally get it so I'm glad they're I'm glad they're making strides in that department yeah I mean why
3: not it's it's a um, it's an easy fix yeah it's and, a- it, and it, it sets the tone so that that kid mm-hmm. who's 10 years old right now when they're 15 starting to learn studio they never even thought about it you know what i mean like it's just already in the light as a uh, transmitter receiver you know it's nothing exactly yeah yeah yeah, it, like it's, it, yeah it's totally fine
0: yeah oh so good man that was a lot <laughs> yeah well thanks for joining us today seth yeah absolutely always good to have you back feedback loop over at Patreon, we've got Luigi, Tony, JSM, 1955, and we've got a message from Jari Pekka. It says, great show, etc. If you wanted something to check out since running out of things to watch, watch What We Do in Shadows Season 2. Um, have you seen What We Do in Shadows? I have not seen uh, Season 1 or Season 2, No. Oh, season one was great. I I, I thought they kind of nailed it with season one. So I don't know about season two. Um, also, Shit's Creek has been running for several seasons. Uh, they're done now. They they actually finished the run of that show. Some shows to really take your mind off all the negativity of the reality at the moment. Nothing better than dumb, mindless comedies for that. Right, right. Um, <laughs> uh, what we do in Shadow season one, dude. It it's it's like Spinal Tap for vampires. Honestly, it's <laughs> okay. awesome. It's all really right. Spinal Tap for vampires. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Over at PayPal,
1: we have John, Simon, Michael, Stephen, Judge, Thomas, Scott, Adam, and Mateus, who writes, I have no excuses anymore not to give you something. So here you have a fistful of taxed Swedish crowns. Thank you for keeping me from drowning. These Groundhog Days do look, smell, and feel the same. Keep it up.
0: All right. And Barrett Barrett writes in, uh, just send a few more bucks your way. Thanks for keeping things real during the global shit show. Yes, the global (laughs) shit show just kind of sums that up and
1: Chris who said love the show one of the few that is still worth listening to during the pandemic and Sean writes in love the show keep up the great work and stay grumpy we shall yes and (laughs) Jeff who said I found an old gift card laying around so I took the advice from a listener you shared on a previous episode you all deserve more so I'll be heading over to the Patreon soon you two just keep being you try not to kill each other virtually and stay the fuck home thanks for the awesome pod hashtag team Brian us fathers of young kids have to stick together stay grumpy
0: (laughs) (laughs) and we got a message from John, a third mask designed to add to your set. One for Dave. And uh, it's this the is the Yiff Yif Happens, Happens mask. <laughs> so I it? had to uh, look up Yiff.
1: And over at Urban Dictionary, uh, noun, sound supposedly made by mating Arctic foxes. Uh, acronym, or more backronym, Yiff or Y-I-F-F, young, incredibly fuckable furry. And I think that kind of gets... <laughs> Gets the uh, point across. There's uh, six or seven other meetings. All, you know. There you go. <laughs>
0: there you go. Oh my god. Um, except Dave is the oldest of the bunch of us, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Um, over at Facebook,
1: Mark sent us a link. Guy who reverse engineered TikTok reveals the scary things he learned. Advises people to stay away from it. Uh, I guess this was two months ago. Reddit user Bangarolol. Made a comment in a discussion about TikTok. He claimed to have successfully reverse engineered it and shared what he learned about the Chinese video sharing social networking services. Basically, he strongly recommends that people never use the app again, warning about its intrusive user tracking and other issues. Considering that TikTok was the fourth most popular free iPhone app download in 2019, this is quite alarming. And uh, the article just has basically screenshots, so I couldn't grab any points from it. But it's everything that you would expect. It's getting all the data. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course.
0: And um uh, 6502 writes in Quibi keeps doubling down on terrible ideas. They're going to remake the Princess Bride with Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Um, <laughs> stop.
1: Uh, at first I was annoyed stop. by it, but it's not a real remake. This is, this is also a gimmicky thing. Uh, okay. It's a gimmick with a good cause. They're doing a DIY from quarantine shot on by home by each cast member using their phones uh, okay. And it's, it's going to donate $1 million in the name of the project to uh, Chef Jose Andres' charity, World Central Kitchen, which provides meals to those who have been most affected by the coronavirus pandemic. So uh, okay. gi- a gimmick with okay. a good cause. You get yeah, it. yeah, okay. I'll let, it,
0: I'll, I'll, I'll let him slide on that one. <laughs> and nobody's going to go see it anyways. Who's on Quibi? because yeah, it's on fucking Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: literally could not give it away. They, they could not they give Quibi away. So uh, Dan writes in Take a look at Parlor's description in the App Store. It is incredible. Such gold includes be part of the viral experience, discover which of your parlays were voted or echoed, private message your squad. So Parlay is, Parler is obviously some sort of new attempt at an app-based social network. Uh, there's some other interesting stuff in here, like all the uh, app comments from uh, Parler's target market, seniors who haven't seen their grandchildren, uh, who can't figure out how to create a password with a special character in it. Uh, so there's some gold in there.
0: Okay. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Jacko writes in, I'm not a beer fall. A, a beer fall? What's a beer fall? I think he meant fan. It's that oh, beer a threat, fan, I tell you. okay, yeah, but this gave me a chuckle. I think Swedish ski team was still the best beer ads. Oh, the Swedish ski team, yes. Yeah, so and uh, this is a uh,
1: uh, uh, what's uh, Miley Cyrus's dad, the achy breaky heart guy singing oh, a God. push beer song. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now known as Miley Cyrus's dad. Oh, oh
0: no, well. yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: And Stricky sends in no words needed, and uh, this is why we are going to be in quarantine for the rest of our lives. This is a photo taken on an airplane of <laughs> a man in a MAGA hat who has his mask, as is required by law to fly on a plane. Unfortunately, he has put it over his eyes to take a nap, not
0: over his mouth or nose, and we are doomed. We're doomed. It's all. <laughs> it's all done. It's over. God. <laughs> Oh, got it. And over at GOG.show, Barrett writes in something to add to your watch list. HBO just dropped the first episode of I'll Be Gone in the Dark. It's the story behind Patton Oswald's late wife, Michelle's book about the Golden State Killer. They're not dropping them all at once. So sadly, we have to wait a few more days till episode two. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this because she put a lot of time into this. Mm-hmm. Yep, she did.
1: Uh, and Al writes in, love the show, although the cursing level has gone up a bit. My question on a recent episode, one of you talked about your federal tax refund being delayed. I'm in the same boat. Do you have any idea how to get an answer to when refunds will be sent? Uh, I do a <laughs> no <have>, fucking idea. <laughs> no, I have an answer. I, oh. I have an answer. I did reach out to my accountant, and I was informed that because of the uh, the the uh, whatever whatever they're calling it the the emergency the relief the Rona the Rona checks that were be, being sent out that all tax returns were on pause and would start again in July. Although there's going to have to be a second round of relief checks, so. Uh, who knows when we're actually going to get them. So, uh, which is, uh, to not offend your delicate sensibilities, a load of bullpucky because, uh, you know, <laughs> that's basically a government loan and they're just sitting on my money. That's money owed to me and they need to get that money to me now. <laughs>
0: yes, they do. Yes. And Alex writes in, "Lord of the Rings is now on HBO Max, as well as all his." So you just wasted all that money for no reason.
1: <laughs> well, no, because I don't have HBO Max, so I could okay. either buy the films directly, or I could pay for HBO Max, which I don't want. So
0: okay, or although. You Asked and, me for my password and
1: <laughs> slid it okay. over. Well, there you go. There was that.
0: <laughs> yeah, as well as all eight Harry Potter movies. I'm ninety nine point nine 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 99.999999 percent uh, sure this should be the final time these movies switch streaming services. Nope. Yeah, no, I don't think, think so. Because uh, <laughs> at
1: some point we're going to get uh, Lord of the Rings, the extended versions, uh, episodes one
0: through seven hundred and fifty two thousand on Quibi in ten minute bites. Exactly. And I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, Harry Potter movies are persona non grata right now because of, uh, yeah, well. The idiot Once again, there. you can separate the art
1: from the artist. Yes. I, you can. I still enjoy Ender's Game even though Orson Scott Card is an odious person. Yes. So uh, Aaron writes in, and he must be listening to shows from a long time ago. There's a way (laughs) to fix the long CVS receipts that you get. You just ask them to send it to your email, such as a temporary anonymous email, and poof, no more receipt. Or as we pointed out
0: at the time, good TP in quarantine times. Lots of of corn TP. Corn (laughs) TP. Uh, David writes in, I had to write in to respond to Brian saying Farscape is awful, but before I'd got it submitted, Jason beat me to the response I wanted to make. Nevertheless, let me second it. Eat my whole ass and die in a fire, you cunt. <laughs> Farscape is great, even in 2020. Next time Jason speaks to Gigi, he should tell her she's awesome, according to one random GOG listener. Well, stick around. Well, David, you Gigi's are coming on. <laughs> you are getting a
1: gift from the heavens, and it's still yes, awful. Yes, you are. It is still yep. awful. <laughs> Uh, Don writes in, Jason, your mileage may vary dependent on your food allergy, but my wife ended up being allergic to sulfates and red wine. She would feel worse than the worst hangover she ever got. Organic red wine was okay for the most part, but not a cure-all. Someone turned her on Ulo, which is a sulfate filtering system. She has no problems drinking red wine now so long as it's filtered. And uh, not affiliated with them in any way, just mentioning it.
0: Thank you. I, I've gotten several emails about the Ulo, so I don't know. I, 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 I'm kind of scared to try it because... It just oh, filters it. I know. I know. And you're gonna live the rest of your life without wine. Is is, is a w- life without wine worth living? I don't know. So. I think. No, I think. No, I, I, I think. I might have to buy. I me think an you got to get yourself an ULO. <laughs> I think so. And Tim says not likely, but in case you missed it, uh, Supreme Court sides with Uber drivers, opening door to 400 million dollar class action lawsuit. Finally.
1: Yeah. So this is in Canada. You know, not here. So... <laughs> So, yeah, Yeah. Canada is uh, is basically going to come down on the side that uh, all these uh, all these economy 2.0 workers actually have to be called employees by these countries. That is where it's headed. And uh, hopefully it'll head that way here as well. Uh, Ralph writes in. Hi, Grumps. Here's an interesting AI fail from Tesla. And this is uh, this is kind of funny. Burger King is leveraging Tesla's Autopilot's confusion to sell Whoppers. So, <laughs> yeah, they, they basically did what we've said was going to happen. And they've noticed that Tesla tends to confuse a Burger King sign for a stop sign and proceeds oh, to geez. stop the car, leaving the occupants of the car in a great position to consume some Whoppers. So they have made an online campaign and promotion around this hashtag Autopilot Whopper. Uh, which was good for through June 23rd, and they'd give you a free whopper if you met the following conditions you had to share a picture or video on Twitter, Facebook. I don't know why they listed Twitter twice in here. Uh, must be those uh, AI editors with guests smart car outside a Burger King restaurant using the hashtags and hashtag free Whopper. And uh, you will get a direct message within 24 hours of posting the picture or video with a unique, unique code for a free Whopper sandwich. Limited one coupon per
0: account. Okay. So basically <laughs> they get free advertising and you get a free Whopper. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I think they stopped selling the Whaler. Which was one was which is my favorite fish sandwich. I'm by guessing the way. it's a fish sandwich. Yes, yes. The whaler <laughs> okay. was a great sandwich. And uh he goes on to say, by the way, Jason's right, Farscape is an excellent series. Also, as far as recommended sci fi for preteens, Asimov's Foundation series got me hooked on the genre way back when. So, you know, there's another, there's another uh self selecting samples.
1: Self selecting samples. People that are pissed off that said I said it sucked are writing it.
0: Well, here's the thing. I hate foundation. There's no, there's there's no the, mobilizing
1: the base writing in to tell me that it sucks, too.
0: <laughs> no, no, there's not. Okay, let's move on to iTunes because we are way over time. Thanks for everybody that wrote in. You wrote a lot of novels this week, and we just don't have time for everybody. Alrighty. Trey Four writes in with a five star frustrated incorporated a fun banter by some grumpy tech dudes love hearing love hearing them vet and tear down new products. I pictured Brian as a bald dude. it <laughs> appears he 's exactly the way a dude making websites for the Goo, Goo dolls in l a should look <laughs> more nostalgic tech references and AI teardowns, please I, I, I was not aware that that was a type. <laughs> But, but I you're, guess. You, you are a type and you are the one that has all your hair, you asshole. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Uh, this uh,
1: Another five-star rating from SGX71 from the Netherlands just for you guys. I only installed Apple Podcasts for you guys every episode. Again, no snorts and recognizing your
0: rants. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, from David Dewey in the U.S., another five stars. Grumpy too. Hey, Grumps, I started listening to your podcast a few months ago. Been loving it. When I told my wife that I was listening to this podcast, she laughed and laughed and laughed and then proceeded to say, hey, that's you. Yep, I have a Grinch ornament dedicated to me on our Christmas tree, and I'm also an older web dev who's still trying to figure out how to make money. Well, don't be a web dev. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to tell you right now. Yep. So if you ever need a substitute Grump, let me know. Brian, good luck with the toddler in quarantine. We have a three-year and a one-year-old and this is pure torture everything will be easy after this nonsense also Farscape is the best and has legs (laughs) Uh, but here comes here comes the caveat but the first and good part of the second but yeah yeah but the first and good part of the second season are not great yes it I I told you it's like it's it's a Takes a while to get going. It redeems itself in the third and fourth and is one of my favorites of all times. But you got to pay for it. Anyhow, thanks for all the info and the stuff you like. Keep grumping. So
1: you're saying basically that half of it is crap.
0: I'm more than (laughs) no, not half of it, because there's the well, actually, (laughs) when we get down to it, probably 50 percent is crap. Yes, (laughs) because the Peacekeeper Wars is the the final uh, movie that they made. And uh, they didn't have the budget because they bought fucking Stargate on the sci-fi channel and they lost all their budget but they made a two-hour season finale and the last 30 minutes of the, the Peacekeeper Wars is some of the best TV ever and it pays off the entire series and it is just so goddamn good. Alright, awesome.
1: everybody listen to the stupid interview with Gigi and we're never talking about Farscape on the show again. Uh, thank you, Davey, for writing in. <laughs> uh, that The struggle is real. I totally get the parenting thing. Uh, just hang in there, man. Hashtag TeamBron. Ryan, Hashtag Farscape sucks. If you want your question or comment <laughs> read on the show, head over to GOG.show slash contact and send us your feedback or questions that we can read on the air. And if you're so inclined, please head over to GOG.show slash iTunes and toss us a five-star and snarky review. And Jason always says, mash those stars on Overcast, right?
0: Y- yep. That's yep, pretty, pretty much go. it. <laughs> and uh yeah, and the next time Brian talks about dude, I'm going to shit all over that one too because Except he's for gonna the come fact back that you like dude. it. I like the first one. Mm-mm. Closing shout outs.
1: And in just a uh, breaking news, sad news to hear, uh Carl Reiner has passed away. He was I believe 98. Uh this is literally just breaking as we record. So
0: Oh man. Sad to hear that sad to hear that good 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 run though good run 98's mm-hmm. not bad yep. oh man until next time i'm jason de and thanks to uh gg edgley and seth miranda for joining us this week
1: and i'm brian Showmaster. thanks for listening to grumpy old geeks to support the show and keep us on the air go to gog.show slash donate toss us a few bucks and we'll love you forever your support really keeps us going and we really appreciate it show notes for this episode are at gog.show slash 452. From there, you can find links to old episodes, leave feedback, ask questions, donate to the show, and get links to stuff we like. Have a great 4th of July from
0: home. And apparently somebody just put a guillotine on Jeff Bezos' lawn. (laughs) Alrighty. (laughs) Yeah, oh, that's funny. Okay.
1: You know, it's an implied death threat, so funny, but Could have just, how about cake? Let them all eat cake? Exactly. That would have done it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. (sighs) Okay. What a world. shit.